Welcome to Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. Today, we're here to discuss Minute 16, uh, but before we discuss that, I should probably introduce the other people with me. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my good friends, Duff and Joe. Love to be Rob's afterthought. Hey, Merry Christmas, movie house. Oh, that's right! How can you not know it's Christmas? Yeah, I I can't believe it's Christmas. All right. Uh, so before before we get going, I had a very brief addendum to uh, I think it was minute fourteen last week along the conversation of Rose as unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. And I had actually noticed this when I was watching, and then for some reason forgot to bring it up when we got into this uh, wormhole of lies and espionage. But uh, if you go back and look when rose's luggage is laid out on the uh helipad there is a trunk with the initials e b e b and i don't know who e b is it's not it's not anything we know of right there's no e b's in this movie i can't think of any e b's well the plot thickens this new clue gives me the e b g b's there has to be somewhat someone must have noticed this is it like a little james cameron nod there's to somebody he, he didn't say anything in the commentary i didn't i didn't do a thorough thorough google search but you know i'll i'll come back to this well is put this on joe put this on the the yeah, blackboard of conspiracies is is it rose's real name do you think because we you know since she's just grifting and and lying it's probably her <laughs> real name uh yeah um edith uh, Buxley, Eleanor, <laughs> Eleanor Bigby. <laughs> what if Rose is actually uh, E.B. White, who wrote Charlotte's Web? Oh, now we're what? really getting somewhere. E.B. White. Oh gosh. A male human. Mm-hmm. Suppose maybe we don't. <laughs> uh, definitely, uh, it it works out pretty well. Born in '99, died in 1985. Wow. Okay. Okay. So we think E.B. White changed, tr- transitioned, and wanted to get on the Titanic. Jesus. Or, <laughs> well, okay. Or we already know that they applied a lot of makeup to make the actress appear older, right? Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. Maybe it isn't to make the actress appear older. Maybe it's to make this actor oh. appear female. Hmm. Not that, not that out there. Considering all we know thus far. <laughs> well, we'll just have to keep pulling on this. On hey, this thread. We're, we're just thinking out loud here. There's no crime against that, right? We're just spitballing. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> I I think uh, we should probably point out that this is our last full week being in 1997. Unless maybe the end of the movie, we might have a full week in there. I don't think so, though. Does your does your VCR not have a fast forward function for you to look ahead? And see? I didn't switch tapes yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so 
so this so we start with her uh rose or eb is uh is in her little room and i just guys this these the fish and the dogs just get real i makes me so mad at least the dog is well behaved and not barking that's true it gets worse later in this minute um and then she says that she would like to see her drawing uh so we transition over into the lab um and we see the drawing under the water rose thinks back and we see she sees jack which is our uh you know it's our first glimpse of leo and i think it's interesting that we actually see leo before kate in this movie yeah because i hadn't thought of that we see a drawing of kate before leo yeah, I guess we see a lot more of Kate in some ways than before <laughs> Leo's eyes. Um, although, you know, maybe Rose is closing, closing, her eye, closing her eyes here because she's scheming her story she's about to tell. Trying to get all those facts in yep. quotations. Going through the script that her and Lizzie went through a million times. Like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Showtime. He and Lizzie? Yes. <laughs> I did not write Charlotte's Web. I did not write Charlotte's <laughs> Web. Um, just this is an absurd theory, guys. Like it's going to be a real clue if uh, this quote-unquote Rose is going around criticizing people's writing and grammar. <laughs> and, and that's that's a real deep cut there. Uh, so you're saying hands. you're saying that Jack is drunk? Uh. <laughs> Actually, actually, you know what? Sunk, that was a, sunk, that, sunk in white. That, I'm going to take that grown back because that was actually a really good pun. I'll give you that. So, you know, he, he mentions that the uh, the sort of the history of the heart of the ocean, Louis the 16th, huh, guys? Louis the 16th. This was part of his, like, blue diamond of his crown. Disappeared in 1792. Diamond was supposedly chopped up and is now the heart of the ocean, and it's this incredibly expensive thing. We sort of discussed this last week about, like, this doesn't seem to be, like, something only the people on this boat would know about. And the uh, that information is delivered just as smoothly and artfully in this minute as <laughs> Rob's description right there. Uh, Rose responds to all this by calling it a dreadful, heavy thing. And, and my question is, is she talking about the heart of the ocean or is she talking about Lewis? <laughs> or is she talking about her conscience? Uh, or the Titanic? Or her her awful dragging skin? <laughs> dragging skin? Dragging or dragon? Dragging. Dra- oh. oh, dragging. I thought you called it dragon skin. Well, it is dry and scaly. So. Um, but I tell you who is skeptical. Not just you, Duff. Not just you, Joe. Not just me, Lizzie. His, her own granddaughter says, you actually think this is you. <laughs> she would know better than anybody. Like, So that implies that she just hears this lady saying crazy things all the time. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, I slept with Kennedy a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you know, the really good cons use two people. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Redford to Rose's uh, uh, Newman. Uh, I was just, I. this is probably common, but the only reason I think of it is because I just got done reading American Gods. Oh, and, yeah. And they reference that there's a con where, like, someone... Uh, 
is in a restaurant and they're like, oh, I don't have any money, but I have this really, this old violin and it's the only thing I love. And if I leave it here, I'll go get some money and come back. And then you have a partner and the partner uh, just, you know, randomly goes up to the person who works at the restaurant. He's like, oh my God, he's like, do you know what that is? That's a, that's a priceless violin or it's worth ten thousand dollars or something is like wow i just i just wanted to see that and then that person goes about their business and then the you know so the first person comes back with the money and the person who works at the restaurant is like you know i'll give you like a hundred dollars for this so it's like that type of scam where two people are in on it Mm. would that work on you rob i don't want to talk about it (laughs) it doesn't even need it doesn't even need to be that complicated (laughs) It's been many years since I've been scammed, everyone. <laughs> um, if there's any uh, Nigerian princes that want to email <laughs> titanicminute Titanic <laughs> at gmail.com, uh, is there a time of day, Rob, when you're the one that's usually answering those? <laughs> Rob, did you hear that uh, Bill Gates is going to give a dollar to everyone if they forward this email? <laughs> uh, I... I do want to point out one more thing. It's my only really my last note I have on this minute. Do you guys, uh, Joe? I'm sure you noticed who's in the background just lingering during the scene. Yeah, he gave such a weird facial expression when Rose. Uh, what does she says something that kind of confirms the story? Uh, he's very oh, I think excited. that's I think it, that's the next oh, minute the next when minute. she does yeah, that. Right. Yeah, um, but he's in the background. Uh, Billy Buell, Bobby, or Bobby Buell. <laughs> Billy Bob Beal. Uh, yeah. He, so that's all I have for this minute. I, okay. So, guys... Yeah, I have something. Great. So she, she remarks about on how this is more valuable than the Hope Diamond, which is basically a, a priceless diamond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I was uh, doing a little research, I reading the Wikipedia page, and it says it's insured for $250 million. But there, they, so as far as I know, there's no other diamond like it on that's been discovered and and really it's you can't put a value on it so he brings all this up and i guess in a way to make her seem like she doesn't care about material things she just remarks about how it's a dreadful heavy thing mm-hmm. but it just makes her sound so privileged and out of touch it is unbelievable <laughs> like I, like the, you know what that thing would be good for if it's so heavy to to get her head bent down into the guillotine <laughs> I can't. Be- I just can't believe it. Like that. That. What. What. What is that comment? What is. How is that? How are we supposed to react to that? I mean, I think. I think you bring a good point because, like, you're right. On one hand, she's just like, "Oh, that that diamond meant nothing to me." But as we've discussed, she brought everything with her, all this material stuff, on this trip. It's. Uh, <laughs> also, like, she should know that. You shouldn't bring a lot of stuff on a boat in this area of the world. <laughs> yeah, we covered that last week a little bit. Fool me Part- once, shame Part- on the Titanic. <laughs> Particularly things that are alive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the fish will be okay. <laughs> no, it's a freshwater fish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you you know so much about fish, Joe. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm the fish guy. <laughs> Uh, I had one brief thing okay. that is, I can't believe I've never actually put it together now till now, but did you guys notice that we get a point of view shot from a drawing? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you just look. That's actually our screenshot for the episode. It's like it's, I, I mean, it's kind of it's like a a Breaking Bad shot where they put the camera into some weird space, and I oh, never underneath really, the thing that they pour the meth on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or my, I mean, there's so many Breaking Bad shots where it's like in a mailbox or a sewer or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all of a sudden we get a point of view shot of a drawing. <laughs> so not only do we get girl's old lady face, we get refracted wavy old lady face. And I, I think this goes back to what Joe said about this is a warning and that this is once again, a point of view of, Oh, look what, look what women turn into. This is why you got to get divorced. <laughs> this is a good point. I like this because think about it. This, this, let's say this drawing you know, if these walls could talk, if this drawing could talk, right? This drawing was drawn by this, you know, incredibly attractive, charismatic young man. <clears throat> and then this drawing gets to see, you know, the person that it, you know, it was modeled after. And then it goes through a bunch of stuff and then sits in the bottom of the ocean for like 80 years. And then finally gets to see like the person that it was drawn for and it's just like this old woman with this light shining in the back hovering over it it's you're right this is james cameron's it, it's, anti- a, it's an old woman that that drawing's never seen before right because they what she wasn't on the ship good point good point also and it's like to- it's like ghost it's like ghost when patrick swayze's ghost like can't stop anything <laughs> and he's just walking around in there like this drawing's like hey that's not me <laughs> The other indignity that this drawing had to endure is have is being finally rescued by some Backstreet Boys looking guy and his fat friend. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Also, who do you think admires who who do you think admires earrings more? Do you think Brock admires Rose's earrings in this or Rose is admiring Brock's earring? Because they both have pretty strong earring game. Earring earring game is very strong from all parties. <laughs> Oh man, Harrison uh, Ford. Harrison Ford's watching and thinking, like, "Well, I could do that." <laughs> so, Rob, what you were? First of all, I was going to say. Now I'm envisioning this kind of brave little toaster scenario with the drawing. <laughs> uh, secondly, that kind of segues well into this week's uh, Google group. Oh uh, yeah, this one is from. Uh, Username Wild Blue C, uh, letter C, Wild Blue C. This is from uh, February 20th of 1998. He says, I have been wondering if it's a good thing that Jack died shortly after meeting Rose because he was like bowing out gracefully out of their relationship, lefting only the best memories for Rose. He was only a poor artist who could barely make ends meet while Rose grew up with a silver spoon. She was happy with Jack on Titanic because they were just having fun and need not worry about food. It's <laughs> an all-you-can-eat cruise. But if they left Titanic, they had to worry over financial woes and may not be as happy as they were on Titanic. Instead, her memories with Jack might not be as beautiful as before. That's why I fake my own death after every fifth date and move to another state. <laughs> Go out on top. I also Once in a while, I'll be walking around and people will be like, Peter, is that you? <laughs> Just keep looking straight ahead and I don't know. I, I thought you drowned. 
I also love how this guy's like general worldview is like we you know it's a pretty common uh, story element that two people fall in love from different classes and he's just like nope it's better if they don't too yep. hard things too much just, work things will just get weird once we land I'm out <laughs> uh, I do I did want to read one read one person's reply to this okay this is from Stebbins GL. And this, he says, I assume it's a he, he says, why presume that he would not? Not all artists starve. Jack was simply poor at the time because he was just starting out in the trade. I had a friend in grad school, an art major, who supported herself by making those tiny little drawings that appear in Yellow Pages ads. <laughs> uh, oh, I never th- thought about that person. <laughs> what a says, job. He says, in those days, there was a lot more call for good illustrators in the newspapers and magazines because photography was not yet that well developed. Jack might have been another Grant Wood or Norman Rockwell. Then he goes on to say that his own fantasy is that he and Rose, had they lived, would have become art dealers and collectors. Rose obviously had an eye for collectibles and lots of contacts in the upper classes. Can't you imagine them traveling the world together, buying art and antiques to bring to America... Uh, and then this is where it gets really weird. He says that and raising their little boy, Indiana. <laughs> Wait, do they just hook this to Indiana Jones? I think that's what they were going for. It doesn't work out well. Hold on a minute. No, it doesn't. You hold on. Indiana would be like twenty-four in Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah, if no. he was born. I listen. I sort of like this. Come on, there's no way. <laughs> Joe, put it on the blackboard anyway. We'll yes, right, Indiana right. Jones, Jack and Rose's son. Question I mean, for, it, for so, our Infowars week. Uh, <laughs> about that one. Yeah, so there we go. Once again, the great minds meeting at the Titanic Newsnet group. Yeah, as an art dealer, like they could get their hands on Monet's uh, water lilies, and she'd be like, these are too big and heavy. <laughs> Let's get rid of them. They make, I, my, they make my eyes hurt. <laughs> I love how we make fun of the Google group because, like, what what's wrong with these losers giving their comments about this movie <laughs> from well, the people just... doing the minute-by-minute minute of the movie <laughs> 20 years later? Uh, honestly, my goal is to just start emailing people and see if any of these email addresses still work and ask them to be on the podcast. Oh, oh that's a great gosh. idea. How amazing would that be? Okay. Does anyone have anything else for minute 16? Nope. No, this is uh, plenty long. I I have I just have a tease, and that oh. is that uh, at the end of the week, uh, on Friday, we're going to talk about the PCP, uh, the PCP story that we teased on our uh, our pilot episode. I'm well, going to be high PCP. on PCP. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to we're going to be on it too. <laughs> Jeez, turn turn down the volume because it's all yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Normally is anyways. Okay, we will be back tomorrow then with uh, minute 17 <laughs>